Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the fan fiction. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. What's up, Bandalite Bandalites? Here we are for the eighth installment of fan fiction episodes. I'm very excited about this one, but Casey and I have slowly, over time, lost our minds a little bit. So, um... We spend the first 12 minutes and 30 seconds just kind of on our bullshit. So for those of you that really are just here for like the Animorphs level content and not so much the conversation leading into it, just go ahead and scrub through until, I don't know, say this is about a minute, 13 minutes into this, and then you can listen to the fan fiction. Uh, But we are talking about The Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet, and it is the most adorable story that we read on this whole thing. It's so freaking adorable. And Dinosaur Nothlet is my favorite username ever. So check them out, fanfiction.net, The Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet. It's like a 10 minute or less read. Super cute. So worth it. Okay, into the bullshit before the story, or if you're skipping ahead, into the story. Goodbye. There's so much blue. <laughs> I'm blue. So like when hearing you in the headset, we're always kind of just a little off in the yes. songs. Yeah. <laughs> but that one just kind of worked. Okay. But it sounds like it worked, but once we get the audio together, it will not work. It will it will not work. Yeah. It will not. I do have to edit songs separately from everything else we do. Oh no. And I was like, I'll just clip this off here and skeech this way. <laughs> I just embraced the the chaos. I line it up so that later when we listen to it, we can hear it how it was in our heads. Uh yeah. That's that's a beautiful dream. It is a beautiful dream. <laughs> I can have so few things in life. This is one. <laughs> Yay. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Do you know what I just thought of? Mm, what? One time I heard a mashup of Blue Dabba D with Who Let the Dogs Out. What? What? How? It was a... So it was like I'm blue dot dot and then it would get to that the instrumental part where it's like na 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 and it was so great. Okay. I can I can kind of imagine it. Yeah, same same BPM. Similar enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Anyway, I just remembered that 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 was a thing probably somewhere. I have a doggy, it's nothing if he don't have a bone. Do, do, do. Okay. All right. 
right, all right, all right. Speaking I of- totally forgot about that part of the song. Oh, the yeah. The doggy part. What is that song even about? Is it about sex? I think it's about ugly women. Is like it? He, that's the whole thing. Like, who oh. let the dogs out? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And when we were all kids and we all had our little Baja Men CDs, we were like, oh, this is about dogs and who let them out <laughs> of, the, of the dog kennel. <laughs> because the music video was literally a bunch of animal dogs running around and we were like, oh. <laughs> Look at those dogs are out again. Who let this them out? Is, <laughs> this is giving me vibes about when I was listening to that marshmallow song and I was like, oh yeah, this is about euthanizing a dog. And they're like, this is about lost loves. I'm like, but the music video was about <laughs> euthanizing a dog. <laughs> Every time I hear that song, I'm like, oh, it's the dead puppy song. Yes. <laughs> I can't do this. And I still, <laughs> I tear up when I hear that song because of that music video. Like, I was at... I was at the Panic at the Disco concert, and like the half hour before the show started, they had like, like just music playing and music sure. videos playing on the TV screens, and that song came up, and I was like, "Matt, I have to look away, or I'm gonna start crying." <sighs> <laughs> okay, did I ever tell you about the time I went to see Pentatonix, and it was right when that Taylor Swift Goat video came out. <laughs> And so they were playing music before the show, and that song came on, and literally all of us were like, the da, bah, da, bah. And Pentatonix literally tweeted, we can fucking hear you buying out there, stop. Like, I think it was like, the official account tweeted, like, we can hear you. Scott Hoying was like, oh my fucking god, you monsters. <laughs> like, we can hear you doing the... <laughs> Oh my god. Oh fucking A. I love that. I I feel bad admitting this. I don't super miss concerts. Like there's a lot about it that I don't miss. Like trying to get there, trying to find parking, having to walk super slow because everybody shuffle walks through there, Ugh. having to wait in lines. Like I hate all of that. But like the moment where you and several thousand other people come together to be like, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. <laughs> Thousands of you just going like, bah! like at a yeah. screen. That's amazing. Everything about getting to acquiring and headed to and headed from the concert sucks ass. But yes. when you're actually there waiting for the show to start, having that communal excitement rush and then actually seeing the show is usually pretty good, too. And yeah, yes. but but everything leading up to and post afterwards is like not the best. You're trying to That's leave, true. and everyone else is pulling their cars out, and you end up sitting in the parking lot for two hours waiting for your turn to get out. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but yes, yes, yes. Yep. I... The only time I've really kind of enjoyed it was well, one, I didn't park because we were staying in the city. But when we went to go see uh, the Adventure Zone in Mabim Bam, <gasps> walking into that show early because there's so much cosplay was kind of fucking awesome. Oh, I want to go to a live show. Oh. It was super fun. And then, because it was the McElroy's, they just served Trulies. And I was like, five Trulies in. <laughs> ready to rage. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> to like, do you know the confidence that you have when you're five truly's in? They're like, I want a munch, and you're like, Scorn! Like that's that's a next level of hype that I have never reached and will never reach again, probably. You're five truly's deep in the window. I'm five truly's deep and I'm ready to munch squad. Oh my God. I <laughs> want to see them in person so bad. And I regret, I, do you know how many things I regret not going to now that like we can't leave our houses? Just two. Like two. Yeah. But still, those are pretty <laughs> big ones. Yeah. I mean, they're two big ones, but it's just two things because staying home is great. For the most part, yes, yes. Like, yeah. I did not have a very vibrant social life pre-pandemic, but sure. I liked having the option. I and guess. And I really wanted to go see some shows, and now I can't. Anyway, someday. 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 Somewhere. Somehow. Somewhere. Are you singing the Pokemon song? No. Is that a Pokemon song? Like, I feel like 98 Degrees did, like, a song for the Pokemon movie. It was like, somewhere, somewhere, there's a break in the weather. Someday, something, something, we the horses run free. Or something like that. I have, I've never heard that. Which Pokemon movie? The first one, Mewtwo Strikes Back. No, there's no way. I would definitely know that song (laughs) right away if it was in there. Okay, I don't think it was 98 Degrees. Hang on, let me find this. Fuck, this now is... I have the Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron soundtrack stuck in my head. Oh, Brian Adams. Yeah. Okay, Pokemon. I was trying to locate that Pokemon song this in my brain is where instead. I Do you find a thing till you know what's inside it. Oh, that song's a bop. me all fight. Oh, yeah, it was 98 Degrees. Okay, but what was the song, though? It's called Fly With Me. But not like, come fly with me. That's exactly no, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's called Somewhere Someday by InSync. Yeah, that seems more. What? Oh my God. That was in the first movie. Ne- none of these songs had anything to do with the Pokemon movie, except for Brother My Brother. <laughs> Tell me, what are we fighting for? <laughs> Did we have to start this war? Everything else is all like, Pop songs and love songs and fucking Weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, everybody, Pokemon. It's time to party for Ponyta and Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Weird Al. He everything he touched turns to gold. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Do you remember the one sound on the soundtrack that did have to do with it? But it was just the end credit song where like it was just the gloom and vile plume and everything dancing across the stream- screen. So the only lyrics were like, gloom, 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 gloom. Like that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. How did we get here? I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous. Where we talk about Pokemon. <laughs> Back on our bullshit. <laughs> Back on our bullshit and ready to rage. Ugh. Speaking of... No, sorry, I don't have a segue. Um... Oh, okay, good. Because I was working on um, another sort of... Uh, I don't know. What do you call it? Cash raise to have to do with that Back on our bullshit thing? Yeah. And it was going to be something like... We're back on our bullshit for, like, 
eight second shit because you know you write a bull for eight seconds but then that just transformed into like i went skydiving and oh god Tim yeah because he went 2.7 seconds with a bull man named fu manchu yep. so i was trying to tie that all in to one thing and i just i haven't gotten there yet so Alrighty, that was quite oh, a gosh. quite a little road we went down yeah one might call it a journey I was a cowboy, I might call it the lonesome trek back to our podcast home. <laughs> Take me home, country road. <laughs> to the place where I belong. West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia's where I belong. <laughs> I actually hate that song. <laughs> I, oh, okay, I knew it from, was it Princess Mononoke? No, it's Spirited Away, right? That's how they open it? It, What? Yeah, and Spirited Away. That's that's the song they play it's... as they're moving in the countryside. Like but in the first five minutes. They're definitely in Japan though. Well, probably in Japan they didn't play that song, but in the English version of that movie. But they're still in Japan. I mean, not that you can't listen to West Virginia <laughs> in Japan, but like it just doesn't seem thematically relevant at the at the moment. <laughs> Well, what are they going to do? Like, country roads take me home to, like, Tokyo? Doesn't rhyme. Take me Wait, home, Tokyo. Yes, it does rhyme. Shit. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Fuck. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> well, we've done it again. <laughs> what have we done? Oh, my God. Unless the answer is resounding nothing. Fucking nothing. I just cracked my jaw so loud into this mic. I bet it actually picked up my jaw crack. Oh my god, can you leave it in? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Of course I can leave it in. Perfect. <laughs> I have no other option. <laughs> um, do, do you want to talk about fan fiction with me? Yeah. Which of these good, good stories are we going to cover next? I would love to start with The Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet. Oh, first of all, awesome username. Yeah. Love that. So all I had to add was a resounding, yes, it is. <laughs> Affirmative. Affirmative. <Can> confirm. <laughs> uh, but yes. Yeah. The Did cat. you have a second of all? I'm so sorry. No, but also I love <laughs> this. This is another one of those situations where it's like we take a, a sort of character that is mentioned in the series, but we don't really see all that much at all, really. Like, we mm -hmm. never see Dude. I think he's around a bit. All I remember is Tobias mentioning he does have a cat named Dude, and Jake knows this, but we never see him. Yes. So I was excited to finally see him. He's a cat. He's a cat. He's a kitty cat. Somebody is going to listen to this, and I'm thinking of some specific people in our Discord who are not as, let's say, wizened as the rest of us, and they're going to be like, what in the fuck are you talking about with that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the youngins haven't heard the kitty cat song. <laughs> And a meow, 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 and a meow, meow, meow. 
Do you remember the the stupid fucking cat song? Like, it's the best day ever again. I'm a stupid fucking cat. Okay. Yes, I know because you sent it to me. Well, um, yeah, dude's not a stupid fucking cat. He's a great cat. He's a great cat. He might dance, 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 and dance, dance, dance. I want Tobias to lift him up by his little leggies and make him dance. Because <laughs> I'm sure both of them would totally do that as characters. Yeah, absolutely. Aww. Tobias would do whatever it took to be a video meme, I'm sure. Yes. Should should I should I recap? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've we've made kind of a misleading sort of uh, situation for this story. We're we're all like oh, cats. Uh, let's reference all these cat videos we saw, but uh, it's it's a little more um, bittersweet than that. I would say the theme of yeah. the story. So yeah, you should definitely definitely. Um, yeah, you're right. We've done Dinosaur Nothlet a terrible disservice <laughs> by starting this story out this way. Shit. Um, yeah, okay. So again, The Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet. This one, I believe, is a fanfiction.net one, but I will confirm that later. I will uh, confirm it now. Oh, yes, fanfiction.net. Excellent. My memory worked. Good job this one time all right let's do it let's get into it okay we begin with tobias perched in his tree watching and waiting intently staring at a mouse in his meadow it was just poking its nose out of its burrow almost like it was weighing its options leave the safety of the burrow or stay eventually it crept out and tobias was so laser focused on it he didn't notice that another predator was present until it was way too late A gray blur streaked out and caught the mouse, and a second later, the limp dead mouse was hanging out of the cat's mouth. Tobias could tell it was a stray. It was covered in fleas and its ribs stuck out, and there was a sharp coldness to his eyes, something Tobias could relate to. He knew that, uh, he knew what never knowing when your next meal would come felt like, yet there was something else there, a playfulness that shone through the cat's eyes that seemed familiar. Then it dawned on Tobias. He gently called down, dude? The cat was startled at the thought speak and looked up at him with huge eyes. Tobias understood in an instant what had happened. He started talking to Dude, saying, My uncle kicked you out when I disappeared, didn't he? You poor thing. He never really liked you in the first place. No more than he liked me. And then Tobias laughed. Did you remember I had to have you? Tobias continued. I loved you. I'm sorry. And Tobias didn't know why he was talking to this cat, but... He felt bad for never thinking of him after he became a nothlet, never wondering what had become of Dude when he left. He didn't know if Dude even recognized anything was different or remembered him. Tobias flew down and began to morph to human. Dude hissed at him, terrified of what he was seeing, but standing his ground. But once Tobias had made it to human, Dude dropped his mouse and sprinted over. He started rubbing his head on Tobias's legs and purring and kneading his chest, and Tobias just sat there with him, petting his flea-riddled coat. They were just two wild predators trying to make it. They should have by all rights been enemies, but here they were, dude sleeping in Tobias's lap. Tobias mused that this was the only creature left in the whole world that loved him unconditionally, and Tobias pet him all the way up to the two-hour time limit almost ran out, and felt very guilty when he had to wake up dude to extract him off his lap so that he could demorph. Dude watched in fear again, and Tobias tried to reassure him. 
Dude looked at him accusatorily as if being abandoned all over when Tobias went back to his hawk form. And Tobias kept saying the whole time, hey, it's still me. Dude turned his back on Tobias, but then slowly turned around. He walked up to this hawk cautiously as if he wasn't sure if he was about to be attacked. And then he dropped the mouse right in front of Tobias. This was an amazing gift. Tobias told him, no, you eat it. Come on, dude, you take it. Dude, of course, did not answer. And finally, Tobias felt so guilty that he snapped it up and ate it. He could have sworn that dude smiled, and somehow Tobias knew this meant that they would never leave each other again. They were two of a kind, two wild animals fighting to survive, and he could swear he understood dude as much as dude understood him. Who said animals don't have souls, Tobias thought. That's the end of that story. Short and sweet. It's so sweet. I know. It made me want to hug my cat. It made me want to get a cat. To hug. To hug. Get a cat. And just, you know, to pet. Pet a cat. Get a cat. Pet it. Put it down. Throw it back down the hill. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Bye-bye. I do wonder how a cat and your birds would get along. I mean, I I have had... um, Kesha around cats before, and he beat the shit out of them. Right. The others, though, are kind of wusses. Sure. Well, Nye's not. I, yeah, I was like, I wonder what Nye would do. He would probably fight the cat. He fights me, and I'm human-sized. <laughs> <laughs> Your toes are forfeit. Yeah, and my fingers, and my arm, sometimes my ears. Wow. Anyways, Anyways, sorry. We're talking back about- to the story. Dude, Tobias. Yeah. Oh my god, it was Dude. so sweet. And like, yeah, I wonder what happened to Dude after the war. I wonder what happened to Champ and just everybody, all the good, good pets. And Homer. Yeah, somebody, somebody was asking about Homer specifically the other day. Like, oh. what happened to Homer? What? And like. I mean, Champ got away. Champ was at the the Horkbizer Valley, so Champ is fine. But like, what happened to Homer and Euclid? And Euclid? Oh no! I mean, we don't even know what happened to Nora. So like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, Nora. <laughs> that, that fucking idiot. Poor, poor what happened Nora. to Euclid? <laughs> I don't care about you. What happened to the dog? <laughs> what happened to the dog? The only thing I've ever loved, Nora. <laughs> oh no. Like, um, what did happen to Homer, though? I mean, I think we surmised that maybe Euclid was taken in by the cheese, so hopefully Homer was also. Okay, now, hang on a second. This is just making me realize how much fucking bullshit it was that the Chi took in all the dogs and didn't fucking get dude. <gasps> I oh, hate the Chi even more now. Oh, just because they're cats doesn't mean you shouldn't get them. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no is right. How dare you? Oh, That's so not fair. What about all the parrots and the turtles and the rats and the ferrets? Well, they're in California. They can't have ferrets. Um, <laughs> That's right. It's illegal. I, for- I forget that a lot. Everything's illegal in California. Um, and all the other pets... That needed rescuing. Where did they end up? Yeah. Chi. 
bastard. Chi. Do you think that the the dog under the table dog rescue organization that Michael Grant and Catherine Applegate have been running is just the Chi? Oh, maybe. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just just something to keep you up at night. <laughs> oh man, that's something to chew on. Yeah. Like a dog bone. With a bone. <laughs> Sorry, we're not. Anyways. Again, we're not talking about dude or Tobias. Okay. <laughs> like, dude should have been taken in by the chi as well. Because even though he's not a dog, I feel like the animals of the animorphs should have been taken care of. Like, doesn't, because when the, when the whole, okay, th- sorry, this is leading me down another road. Because Cassie's horses, like, we know they took care of and released the clinic animals as they became okay. Because that was something that they talked what? about in her book. But, like, what about the horses, man? I mean, I, I mean, I don't think there's any way that Mr. King would be like, oh, yeah, I'll take care of this, like, baby fawn and not take care of this stupid horse over here. Like, I oh. don't. Let, can I play devil's advocate? Yes. The Chi were also the same ones that said, we just have to protect ourselves and the rest of the world can fucking burn, including letting these kids go to shit because we don't want to feel morally wrong. So I don't feel like it's that far of a leap to say they'd be like, we care about the dogs and all the other animals can burn. Oh, I suppose. But he should have taken care of those horses. He should have. Well, the horses couldn't drag me away. (sighs) I I know what song you're going for, but all that happened was Wild Horses by Bishop Briggs started in my head when you did that. I don't think I've heard that one. It's a good one, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Yeah. How did dude get to the middle of the woods? Um, he... Was led there by a crumb trail that Hansel and Gretel left him. (laughs) And then he was like, I guess I'm in the woods to live now. That is a very cat-like thing to do. To just be like, huh, well, I live here now. This is my home. There are mice here and birds. And And snakes. Snakes. And bears. (laughs) I cannot eat a bear, but I will try because I am a cat. (laughs) do you think a cat would fight a bear i have seen like a situation on video where there's a cat on the other side of a glass door from bear and the cat fronted at the bear and the bear ran off so yes i did see that video of the the cougar at the back door have you seen that video? yeah and and, and the mom's like where are the kids and dad's like in the backyard (laughs) she's like what (laughs) yes (laughs) Oh yeah, that was that was wow. That was something. That was that was great. And I have seen I a mean, cat like fucking high jump karate kick a dog in the face and the dog stopped attacking the child that it was attacking and it ran off. Yes, I was going to say that one too with the toddler that was being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Cats are amazing. Con- confirmed. Cats are amazing. Cats are amazing. And I feel like we haven't said nearly enough about this author who did a very excellent job of making an adorable cat story. I mean, I feel like my cat wouldn't give up a mouse for me, but I think Dude's a special kind of cat who loves his device. Dude is a very special kind of cat. And I, like, 
you know, I just, I love that. So, okay, I don't know if any of this is true. So preface this by I don't know that any of this is actually true. But I was reading something recently that said, like, dogs recognize you as a separate species, but cats just think that you're a big idiot cat. And that's why they meow at you in the register that they talk to kittens because you're like, you're a dumb fucking cat. Oh, that's so cute and condescending and cute. Yeah. So, like, I think for sure that dude could have made the leap that maybe Tobias is another shitty kind of cat. Oh, he's a bird hawk cat man he's a bird hawk cat and he gave him his mouse like here's my gift to you you stupid shitty cat can't (laughs) Can't catch your own fucking food because every time yeah well that's where they bring you like half alive mice because they're trying to teach you how to hunt oh that's adorable i love cats right so that's you know i'm just imagining dude doing that (laughs) my cats never brought me anything except joy and you know hair Lots of hair. Can I defend your cat by saying she does only have three legs? But that, but I guess she's like accepted that like, I don't know. I need to take care of her and her needs. I'm just saying if she went after a mouse, she's going to go to grab it. And there's only one leg. (laughs) Well, okay, but she has caught a rat before. And her only failing was that the rat went limp and she put it down and then it was like, ha ha, sucker, bye. So, like, she caught it. Somehow. So what you're saying is your cat did attempt to bring you like prey to teach you how to hunt. I'm, and you once again failed her. I'm saying she's not prohibited from catching rodents by the fact that she only has three legs. She's <laughs> she's prohibited from catching rodents because she got <laughs> fooled into thinking it was dead and it was safe to put it down when it wasn't. I think she's prohibited by your inability to hunt the mice that she brings you. And she's like, she's hopeless. I give up. (laughs) (laughs) I brought her a rat once and she just watched it go. (laughs) Never again. (laughs) My fault. I let the rat get away. You let the rat get away. You're trying to blame it on your poor three-legged cat who (laughs) caught you a fucking rat. And you're like, she let it go. No, she brought it for you and you let it go. This is not on Lena. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Sorry, I was too hyper fixated on the fact that she was going after it again. I grabbed her and she thrashed in my arms like liquid metal. And I was like, So you stopped her? Yes, I did. So it was just a baby rat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was a baby rat. Whoa, hold up. You just told me when this story started, she dropped an alive mouse and it got away, as if she fucked up royally and the mouse got away. Then now you're telling me that she went to get it again and you stopped her and you're still blaming her? But, but I don't know. You stopped her. (laughs) I didn't want her to kill a baby rat. It was a baby rat. It deserved to Now it's a baby? (laughs) (laughs) It's probably dead now. The longer we go through this story, the more twists and turns there are. Oh my god. It's like we're giving this very nice story and then we're talking about like how the chi probably abandoned all of the non-dogs and then how I failed my cat by not catching the rat she caught me good enough. Ugh. I mean, 
you didn't even let her get it the second time. It's true. So. It's true. This is really, this went south fast. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lena. She's right here, looking sad. Well, of course she's looking sad. You you completely killed her confidence on the hunt. Well. Well, that was something. <laughs> that was definitely something. Anyway, the story's really good. You guys should go read it. Yeah, you should definitely go read it. It's very cute. There's a lot more of of just Tobias and Dude hanging out, which was adorable. But um, I didn't put like all of it in because yeah. it's a pretty short you know, read too. So if you like, it's a if very you like got, short like, read. 10 yeah, or whatever. Just knock that yeah, one out. easily, easily like ten minutes, and it's just really, really cute. It is. Yeah. Okay. So it is again. It's the Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet. Which is my favorite username in all history. It's pretty good. It's amazing. I hope they have another story about becoming a dinosaur nothlet. <laughs> I expect results, damn it. <laughs> like, okay, becoming a nothlet is kind of shitty. But if you got stuck as a T-Rex, how shitty is that? That sounds fucking great. Oh if only they still had their dinosaur morphs, because then Jake could have been like, hey, Taxon, do you guys want to be fucking T-Rexes? And then they could have been dinosaurs on Earth again. Like, just imagine how different the books would have been if they got to keep their dinosaur morphs. Oh, my God. Like, I like hey, do you have anything that can, like, sink this thing into the water? Yeah, I'm just going to morph a T-fucking-Rex, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the war would have ended, like, two years earlier if they having their dinosaur <laughs> war. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That would have been amazing. They go to stomp fucking, uh, what's-his-name's house, the mansion that they demolished oh, yeah. with, like, rhino morph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that with a T-Rex. Oh, my God. He would have fucking T-Rexed it. <laughs> Got a big head and little arms. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, it would have been so good i'm just thinking of all the missions now where they could have been a t-rex oh my what okay but what if they all had different dinosaur morphs so you had like a t-rex and like a like a like a god what are dinosaur what are dinosaur names help me so like what would happen was a deinonychus would come out in front of you and that would be tobias but then yeah Rachel would attack from the side. Oh, Rachel, I think, could be a really badass Triceratops. Because it's got, like, the and tank very and clever the girl. spikes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they had, I mean, I don't think they, did they have Triceratops in the Megamorphs book? Okay, I'm just picking, like, dinosaurs, like, with no regard oh, to when they actually cool- existed. Oh, sorry. Like, I'm just I saying, was... like, let's make them, like, Power Rangers and they each get a cool dinosaur to ride on. Oh, this changes the prompt a lot yeah. in my mind. Okay, so obviously Jake T-Rex. Yeah. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel could be Triceratops. I mean, I just don't know if she would be herbivore. Sure. Cassie could definitely be a Brachiosaurus because she's like, she's got that whale thing going on. So I just always think the large ones. Uh-huh. But then she's the wolf too. So I guess she could be like a... I don't know, Sikiomimus or something, but that's kind of boring. No, she's going to be a Brachiosaur. We're going to go, like, full, like, the big ticket dinosaurs for this. Okay, okay. So what else we got? Because this was the 90s. Stegosaurus. 
I am a stegosaurus. Obviously. One of them's going to have to be a pterosaur, and it's going to be Tobias. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, for sure. There's no other option. What, an ankylosaurus with the club tail. I mean, yeah, but if you already have a stegosaur, do you really yeah, that's need true. Sword too? And, stego- and stegos are bigger, too. Axe. Oh, Axe is gonna be a stegosaur. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is Rachel the Deinonychus, then? If, she, if you think she'd be a meat eater or a... Hmm. I feel like she would have to be a meat eater for sure. Okay. Maybe she could be a Carnotaurus with like... Yeah, I was about to say, what's the bigger T-Rex-esque one? Oh, what if she got to be a Taurosaur? The one with the little horns on their head? Oh, yeah. That's just cool. I just like that. <laughs> that's a bull. So, it's not a bull, but that's what the, the horns... It's like the bull. Cool. This is, this is nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so, who do we... We have Marco and Rachel were undecided on. Right. Okay, but Marco, okay, if Marco's, like, big, beefy, strong boy. Yeah. So he could be, like, a like a tank, sort of, Triceratops, maybe. Sure, he could be the Triceratops, for sure. Because mm-hmm. then you just, like, steamroller into people. Yes. Yes. Yes, I like that. Okay. I like that a lot. Okay. And you know that I want to give Rachel the Deinonychus because yeah. that is like one of my favorites, but I don't think, I think she would go bigger. I think so too, yeah. So would she be the T-Rex and Jake could be something else? Oh my God, that would be so fucking funny. <laughs> We're like, because you always think the T-Rex is going to be the big leader, right? Right. That's Rachel. That's Rachel. So Jake would be... What if Jake was something stupid like an iguanodon? <laughs> I was about to say iguanodon. <laughs> Parasaurolophus. No, they're not stupid, but no, they're cool as fuck. They're the best. <laughs> a Leoplerodon, <laughs> except that's a water one. <laughs> what would Jake be? What kind of dinosaur would Jake be? What if he was a fucking? saber-toothed tiger <gasps> which is not the prompt that we're filling i just think that would be stupid we're going into ice age territory yes of course okay. of course we are okay. Okay. but then like once we get to the ice age territory it's like, like woolly mammoth woolly mammoth woolly mastodon mammoth. uh giant sloth uh, <laughs> uh that's it. those deer with the stupid big nose that they use to warm all the air before it gets into their brain a moose no, no, no. There's like these fucking. <laughs> oh! But up! Like... <laughs> that was a dab on moose. <laughs> that kind of was. Dunk on moose. Um, no, there's these like Ice Age deer that had these really big nasal cavities because they, like, as they would breathe in, it would warm the air before it got into their system so that they wouldn't cool down too fast. Okay, 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 okay. I, I, the only thing I could think of was an Irish elk, but they don't have the. the... Oh. Can you imagine how intimidating it would be to have an Irish elk walk into a battle? Yes, that would be pretty dope. I thought you were just going to say yes and nothing else. Yes. Yes. Megal- Megalosaurus. Megalodon? Oh, is that the giant woolly rhino? 
No. Although that is a thing. That is a thing. That is a thing. (laughs) Welcome to our new podcast called That's a Thing. (laughs) (laughs) We just name things that are. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the end of this fan fiction episode. As you can tell, we went on quite a journey with this one. Um, There's just so much good shit that kind of came out of this. I really, really enjoyed talking about this one because it inspired a lot of different conversations, which is always fun when we're reading fan fiction and you kind of get to talk about a bunch of different points from one thing. So anyways, final time, The Cat and the Hawk by Dinosaur Nothlet. Check them out. Please read this story. It's so cute. It's so wonderful. It's the quintessential boy and his cat story. It's not quintessential at all, but it is a boy and his cat story. It's amazing. Please go read it. And if you want to email me to talk about this or to say anything about any of the other extraneous bullshit that we said today, uh, you can do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com. You can go onto Facebook and find us on the Animorphs Anonymous page, or you can check out our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites. You can check us out on Twitter at Animorphs Anon, on Instagram at Animorphs Anonymous, Or uh, if you hate all of those things and you want to talk to us in person because there's just something that you want to have a super deep conversation about with a bunch of other Animorphs fans and Casey and myself, um, go ahead and hit me up on one of those socials and I get you a link to our Discord. Like, seriously, the coolest people in the world hang out there. They're amazing. I love them all. So um, come check it out. We're, We're fun. Most of the time, we're serious some of the time. Uh, and we're very aggressively nice. So there you go. That's my pitch. But what if, I hear you, but what if you want to read? Because that's what this is about, right? We're talking about books and fan fiction. We're all about reading. Let me suggest a webcomic for you. It's called Beside You. And it's a hilarious, wonderful, heartwarming comic about music and romance in the 90s. It's amazing. And it's free. Did I mention it's free? Check it out. It's at besideyoucomic.com. And it's like B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U comic.com. Like the B-side of a cassette for those of you that are once again wizened like Casey and I and know what cassettes are. Um, But yeah, Casey is the, the author, the illustrator, the publisher. She is everything to this comic. And uh, it's just so freaking good. Seriously, guys, check it out. Um, and if you already have checked it out and you really like it, maybe consider supporting her on Patreon at KCD Studios. You can get um, early content at certain tiers. You can get works in progress. You can get just wonderful updates all of the time straight to your inbox. And it is very cool to see her process throughout this whole thing. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but that's one of my favorite parts of it is just seeing the way that she works through comics. Because if I can brag on Casey for a little bit, she was always absolute top tier of the class with all sorts of like character design and layout, like just blew everybody out of the water. And uh, it's just so awesome to see that come to life on the page, like really, really awesome stuff. So check her out. It's great. And if you just want to listen to more podcasts and still not talk to people, but listen to other people talking, 
I'm on another podcast. Let me offer that one up to you. It's called From Cadmus to Crisis. It's a Superboy podcast. Funny enough, it, it turns out we've had a couple people cross over. Um, I don't know if they came to Cadmus first or to Animorphs Anonymous first, but um, yeah, so those of you that listen to both, thank you very much. I, I have heard in discords that, that you seem to be enjoying it somewhat, so thank you for uh, coming to listen to us both. And Cadmus to Crisis is originally just David and Drew's podcast, when you can catch them on our uh, Alternomorphs episode, the second one, and you can catch Drew on our Megamorphs in the Time of the Dinosaur episodes. And they did Cadmus or Cri- to Cadmus to Crisis for years, and then they invited me for some reason. So now I am on it as well, and we do voices, and we have fun, and you don't need to know anything about Superboy because yeah, most of the ones we've been doing recently are one-offs, and you know I don't know anything about Superboy, and I'm having a great time. So come check us out. I think that's it. Um, but we're we're in the final countdown right now of our fan fictions before we officially cut over into the new era of Animorphs Anonymous, where we start talking about the other books that Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant have written. So um, not that it's the end of of this podcast and, you know, we're still going to be keeping up with Animorphs and doing some Animorphs stuff, but we're also going to be talking about the other works of uh, our Lords and saviors? That doesn't feel right at all. Uh, rulers? That's that's good. Yeah, our rulers. Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant. I love that because it's like very Council of 13S, like Yerk ruling. I, I love it. Okay, so that's what we're going to call them. Our, our rulers, the ones who have dominion over all of the concepts we talk about. Um, we're going to be moving on to their other work. So I am very excited. Uh, we've already got some recording down, so I have an idea of how it's going to go. So far, pretty fucking good. So on that terrible disappointment, goodbye.